What's up, guys? Chris Opila back with another men's ministry podcast. I'm an associate pastor at Frontline Community Church, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know we've taken a little bit of a break here around the Easter holiday. Uh, took some time to focus on Resurrection Sunday and then get a little rest after that. And so we're jumping back in now with some content. We're in the middle of lockdowns here in Germany, and we're trying to keep you connected to our church and to the Word of God. And so thanks for tuning in today. I uh, just launched yesterday a uh, the next sis, uh, semester of our men's online Zoom Bible study. It's Tuesday night, guys, 1900 here, local time. And uh, I want to share a little bit from that tonight. If you're not connected to other guys here in Germany, uh, I encourage you, Go to frontlinecommunity.org slash connect and click on that men's Bible study, register, get the Zoom link, join us next Tuesday night or whatever next Tuesday night it is when you are listening to this podcast. We've got guys jumping into discussion around the Word of God, around faith. Uh, And one guy shared with me, you know, I just see guys being open and honest and vulnerable, and I've never seen this before, and I am learning and growing from it. So if you're craving uh, to to break out of isolation and more than just listening to a podcast, join us Tuesday nights. But today I'm going to jump into what we talked about this past Tuesday, uh, discussing what does it look like as a man of God to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And not just love God, but how do you grow that love? How do you invest into that relationship? And really, it comes out of a, a, the starting point of saying, we are men seeking to be followers of Jesus, uh, sometimes you might have heard the, the Bible word disciple. And disciple is would be a follower of Jesus. A disciple simply is a follower in kind of everyday life. Uh, disciples are followers. They have one, left one life to pursue the life that someone else leads them to. And they would say that the person they're following has answers that compel them to say, I want to apply that into my life. Now, there are disciples of all sorts of things, followers of all sorts of things, like disciples of celebrities, disciples of physical trainers, disciples of dieticians, disciples of success gurus, disciples of philosophers, disciples of scientists. There's all kinds of disciples. And then there's also disciples of Jesus, And all of these disciples are on a journey of ascribing to the tastes, the styles, the preferences, the commands of the ones they follow. A disciple is a follower. And a disciple of Jesus would say that Jesus holds answers that are worth putting into practice. He holds joys and treasures that our soul has always longed for. And to access them, we need merely to follow Him closely, to put His words into practice. And so if you're here and you're continuing a journey of knowing and putting into practices the the words of Christ, uh, and you desire to grow in that, or you're seeking those answers to see, 
Does Jesus have answers for your life that would satisfy you in a way you've never experienced before? Now, a follower of Jesus begins that journey by placing their faith in Jesus, that he died for the penalty of your sin and then rose from the dead. It starts with the recognition that you're a sinner, that you've messed up, you've made mistakes you never dreamed of, and you'll never be able to earn your way to heaven. Let me repeat that. You'll never be able to earn your way to heaven. But we don't have to because Jesus paid our debt and his perfect life is then considered ours. And God welcomes us into forgiveness, a new life, a new creation. And that's the beginning of following, that we move from an old life into a relationship with Jesus that develops. And what we desire to develop is a love for God, that above all the other things that we could focus on, Jesus would say that the most important is to develop a love for Him. Now, men have a differing relationship with the word love. Uh, Some feel inept at love. Some feel like, no problem, I love deeply. And so how do we develop out what this word love means? And what I'd like to do is look at a few other words that mean a similar or, or uh, give you a different perspective on the same meaning or same idea. Uh, one of those words is devotion. That in Webster would say, devotion is love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person or activity. Or the verb form devote, meaning you know, you're devoted to something, you're devoted to Jesus, meaning you're giving all or most of your time or resources to Jesus. And so we come to uh, Jesus' very words in Matthew, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 37 where Jesus was asked by a religious leader, what's the most important thing to follow God, to love God? Uh, to What's the greatest commandment? And Jesus said in verse 37, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And another gospel would add, with all your strength. In verse 38, this is the first and greatest commandment. Start here. This is the starting point. Develop a devotion to God. Develop a devotion, a love, a loyalty to God. Now, another way that Jesus put it uh, actually occurred earlier in the Gospel of Matthew, where he's talking to his disciples in chapter 10 about going out into the world and sharing his message and he, he gives them kind of a pep talk, like a coach before a big game. And he says, uh, this time again in verse 37, chapter 10 and 37, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Now that is a different way to say it and ups the ante in a sense to challenge us on the depth 
of that love, on how serious this command is. And it really comes back to, you know, what is the treasure of your heart? As a man who would say, Jesus holds answers, are you treasuring him as the most important part of your life? Are you inviting him into every sphere of your life to be impacted by Jesus? That This is an opportunity for you to move into and say, God, I give you every part of my life. I give you my time. I give you my work. I give you my career. I give you my family. I give you my future, and I even give you my past. This moment is yours, Lord. I'm ready to devote myself to you and your plans for my life. There's an allegiance part of it there. And the way we develop this out, if you say, man, uh, Chris, I, I, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I, I, I desire that forgiveness. I don't have guilt anymore. I don't have shame. But how do I develop this, this love? How do I feel an emotion to someone I can't see? And, and so we have to go to one other passage of Scripture to see how we develop this love, this allegiance, this ability to, to devote ourselves to Jesus. And that passage is in Luke chapter 7. In Luke chapter 7, uh, Jesus has an encounter with two people. One is a religious leader. He has spent his life devoting himself to the commands of the law. Notice I didn't say he devoted himself to God. He devoted himself to following the commands of the law, trying to justify himself. And, he, and Jesus is actually at this guy's house. His name is Simon, and he's eating with him. And somebody interrupts the dinner party. In fact, somebody who's not invited into the house, but comes in off the street, uh, is not somebody that would have been likely to be invited in to that house ever before. The scripture calls her a woman of the street. And this is a woman who had a reputation uh, to be a sinner, likely a prostitute. And she does something to Jesus in verse, uh, <clears throat> in verse 38 that is, is almost scandalous. She, she gets down at Jesus' feet, which were still dirty, and uh, at the time, that was almost an insult from Simon that he didn't provide somebody to wash Jesus' dirty feet coming in off of a road where the, the main mode of transportation involves animals. Uh, and so, in verse 38, she stoops at his feet, crying. And I, I don't think this is just like a silent, like I'm trying to protect my dignity kind of cry. I think this is like an ugly cry because her, her tears are literally uh, enough to cover his feet and be wiped clean with her hair. And she then kisses his feet and pours perfume on them. This is a, an intimate act. And all around, there's like whispers and looks about saying, you know, doesn't Jesus know who this person is? And why is he letting her kiss his feet? Why is he letting her do this? 
And then Jesus says, you know what, Simon? I, I know this is what you're thinking. I, and I want to tell you something. He says in verse 41, two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed them 500 denarii. Uh, think $75,000. And another owed 50. Think 7,500. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. And so he forgave the debts of both people. Which of them will, here's the word, love them more? Verse 43, Simon says, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. Jesus says, you judged correctly. And then he confronts Simon. He says, you didn't give me any water for my feet, but she wet her feet, my feet with her tears. You didn't give me a kiss. This woman never stopped kissing my feet. You didn't put oil on my head. You, you, she poured perfume on my feet. Her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. Jesus is giving us a, a main point here that, in other words, says, the more forgiven I feel, the greater love I act on. The more grace I've received, the greater devotion I will give to Jesus. He who is forgiven little loves little, but he who has been forgiven much loves much. This little sentence reveals a mammoth truth for us. We will love God to the degree that we recognize the magnitude of our sins and the immensity of God's grace to forgive them. That is what Jesus is looking for. It's the essence of true worship, a passionate love for God, not moralistic rule-keeping, not feats of self-discipline, white-knuckling, keep myself in line, but for sinners like you and me, The fuel of our love for God is a profound realization that I am a great sinner and Christ is a great Savior. Love for God comes from being stunned by being loved by Him. We love Him because He first loved us. And this love comes from being overwhelmed by the person of Jesus dying on our behalf and rising again, though we have no merit at all in ourselves. And when that grips you and when that grips me, then we will taste what it is to treasure Jesus, delight in Jesus, and be satisfied in Him. Now, some of us have experienced a a time where we would say, I pledged myself and every part of my life to Jesus. Uh, For me, this was a couple of years after I became a follower of Jesus. I had placed my faith in Him. I had received forgiveness. I had been even doing some small ministry, volunteering on the side, and I went to a uh, conference uh, in the dead of winter in Washington, D.C. I think it was like five degrees Fahrenheit outside. Uh, I remember still trying to go out onto the National Mall, uh, look at the Washington Monument. It was frigid, but we were having a good time. And one of the nights uh, of this conference, a message was given 
and we were challenged to love God. And I don't even remember the main points or the scripture it came out of. What I do remember is being moved. And then in the dim auditorium, uh, feeling comfortable enough as a last song played after the message, getting down on my knees and lifting my hands as a song called Inside Out was played, uh, which is... I guess considered an older song now, but it was plain. And I was moved to tears saying, God, how could you love a sinner like me? I want to give everything in my life to you. I give every moment of my future. I give all of my past and I give you this present moment. I am determined to live for you. And if you've never done that, I invite you today to take the time and say, God, I want to go deeper with you. I want to take the step of saying, I'm giving everything to you. I'm devoting my life, my time, my career, my family, my future, and even my past. I'm devoting it to you, God. My allegiance is to Jesus Christ more than anything else, and he is my treasure. Do it the best way you know how, to say it with whatever words comes to you. But I I invite you to do that, because as you start walking in that, you're going to continually find, as I do, that there are still areas for me to hand over to him. And so something I've been doing lately, uh, every single morning, is saying, okay, God, I am a man in desperate need of your grace. I am making mistakes. Uh, There are times when the treasure of my life is not the things that you value, but are things that only I value for myself. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me anyway and going to the cross for these shortcomings, for this sin that is in rebellion to you. Thank you. And I'm allowing that that movement, which takes more than just what I said now, takes several minutes of, of in remembering my sin and envisioning Jesus dying for me and the immense love that that took to then move me into greater love for Him and being ready to live out the day as best as I can and in the power of the Holy Spirit, devoted to Jesus Christ. I invite you to make that your daily practice because as we experience His grace, as we experience His forgiveness, the more forgiven I feel, the greater love I act on. The more grace I've received, the greater devotion I give. All right, guys, uh, take this, uh, take some time, meditate on your sin, on God's goodness, on His forgiveness for you, and allow it to that, uh, and allow that to increase your love for Him. If you got questions, you want to give some feedback, or you just want to say, "I took that step." of surrendering everything to God. Send me a message. I want to hear from you. Uh, Men at frontlinecommunity.org.
you can find all our latest updates, uh, new events coming up at frontlinecommunity.org. And we'd love to see you on a Sunday. Don't forget to save your seat or join us for our live stream, 9, 11, or 5, uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, love you guys. Connect with us. Uh, check out the show notes for a couple of questions to go deeper. Blessings.